Commanders, and welcome to episode 144 of Lave Radio, the show that talks about the universe of Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host, Chief Archivist Colin Ford, Commander of Phoenix to Fire, and joining me in the orange sidewinder for this episode are Head of Entertainment, Commander Thane himself, Chris Jarvis. Hello, good evening. Head of Health and Safety. Commander Adley Vice, Ben Moss Woodward. Good evening. Warrant Officer Andre Marshall, Commander Marshall. Good evening. And we have dropping in and out our Chief Bar Steward, Grant Wolcott. Hello, everyone. <laughs> now, if you wish, you can join us live. Uh, we are hanging out in game. I think, Ben, you're hanging out in beta somewhere, aren't you? I am currently docked up at Lave Station and showing everybody my my. Well, I actually... uh, so there we are. We have we have a presence in beta even as we speak. Um, now, if you can't get to us, we're also broadcasting on Twitch at Twitch TV slash Lave Radio, and of course we've got the IRC channel as well. So we'll just do a quick uh, round the table to see how everybody's doing, and then we'll crack on with the big. The big news that have happened today. So something happened today. I missed it. Well, okay then, Ben. What have you been up to? I've I've just been working, and oh, I went to see the Lego Batman movie. That was awesome. Uh, <laughs> not as not as awesome as the Lego movie in my as the Lego movie, but you know, everything's awesome. Cool, Grant. While you're still with us, what have you been up to? Or is he gone? He's gone off into the not ether, quite, Grant. Not quite. I was just about to. Oh, go not off. quite. Um, uh, it's oh. been. <coughs> we had a wee, a wee technical snafu there at the beginning there, but it should, it should be back if you're if you had a wee disconnect on the stream. I think I've resolved that, and we're back up and going. Um, it's a couple of seconds. Sorry. Um, yeah, it's been a it's been a, a long week of lots of other bits and pieces, and trying to get things organised in. For you know, we've got some house uh, work to be doing, a new flooring to put down. So we've been trying to get plans together. We've been getting some equipment together for elite meets and some for later for Lavecon and stuff. So it's been a, a long week of bits and pieces all coming together. So and not much elite play actually last week. Uh, I think I had a couple. Mm. No, that's not true because last week I, by Thursday night I'd finished my imperial ranking and got my cutter. So that was that. That was the beginning uh. of last week. Oh, I'm so jealous. So jealous of you getting the cutter. Anyway, um, Chris Jarvis, you've not been on for a while. How have you been? Ah, I've been all right. I've been on and off. Issues and stuff and health and all mm. kinds of things, but uh, family and that sort of thing. But uh, I'm here and I'm still in one piece. So, you know, that's, oh, that's progress. That's a good one. That's, yeah, it's the old <laughs> trick is to keep breathing. I think that's, that's a, a very useful one. <sighs> Yeah, my, dad, yeah, my dad had a T-shirt which said "old." It's better than the alternative. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> totally. So uh, yeah, um, is this is this what we've been doing, or are you just asking me just in general? Right. Oh no, this is, this is what we've been doing. Oh okay. Uh, well, obviously, I've been working on Escape Velocity Series Four, 
And um, for those of you who aren't patrons and who just kind of follow the show, uh, I've been chatting to the people that support the series over on Patreon, uh, which uh, I should remind everybody uh, is patreon.com forward slash radio theatre workshop if you want to support the production of Escape Velocity. Um, but the patrons are happy with me doing a, a kind of remix of series one and two of Escape Velocity. Um, now, this isn't a massive kind of George Lucasy thing. I'm not going to be... <laughs> I'm not going to be doing recasting. I'm not going to be having random shit flying around the screen for no apparently good reason. It is basically just it is a remix for, for quality purposes. Um, we're going to get in the sound effects from the game, which obviously we didn't have originally, and hopefully get Verity back to voice the computer rather than what we used as the kind of stand-in. So it should sound, it should make seasons one and two sound a bit more elite and hopefully a bit more in keeping with the quality of season three. Um, and I'm also working on writing series four. Which is which is you know coming coming soon, um, <laughs> yeah. And I've been doing a bit of teaching with Alan, which has been fun. He got me down to teach a couple of classes uh, of students, um, huh. basically just doing a. Uh, those of you who came and did the, the audio drama workshop that I did at LaveCon, it was pretty similar content to be honest. I basically went and ran my my LaveCon workshop for a couple of groups of students because um, they're two different groups of students one group of writers and one group of sound engineering students and just kind of talking to them about audio drama um, and what they kind of need to know for their projects and trying to enthuse some students about about audio drama as a format uh, and kind of getting people involved uh, which is what i obviously like to try and do um, cool so yeah that's been me okay uh andre what have you been up to um, well following on from um us Oh. oh, lovely! You've got a bit of a contact there in the background. I don't know what that was. Um, yeah, following from on from us talking about the alien sites, uh, sorry, the Guardian sites from mm-hmm. last week. I thought I'd do a little tour, and it turns out that there's dozens of them. <laughs> yes, I know that they, they seem to have multiplied over over the last week or so. Yeah, I, I was looking at Canon's spreadsheet that they put together, and there are, there's just loads on some. There's actually sites just next to each other. So, yeah, I've been spending myself, my time kind of doing a bit of science and just um, having a look at those sites, and they're pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Um, well, ooh, uh, apart from myself, um, I'm one of the reasons I'm the host tonight is because my beta's not downloading. For some reason, it's been, I've had a bug. Uh, with the with the upgrade, uh, so ticket is into Frontier. So I'm going to have to rely on these guys to to guide me through, and you, they'll have to put up with me being jealous. Um, apart from that, well, the t- a new episode of Top Shift went up, and, and also thanks to Galactic Middle for keeping me company uh, during the the trip to Colonia last night. And my little bit of news is that. Um, on April the 1st, we do have Elite Meet, and I have been given a pass to go down. So I'll be coming down to Elite Meet, and I'll be bringing the Elite Meet miniatures game with me. So if anybody wants to have a blast with that, just let me know. So, shall we move on to the development news? I'm going to Elite Meet. I know you are. We've I don't have a bedroom yet, because I asked a question about bedrooms and uh, didn't uh, necessarily get an answer straight away, but hopefully yeah. I'll be staying somewhere. I mean, we've got, we'll basically have a full Sidewinder crew there of four, won't we? I mean, we'll have me, you, Grant, and Ben. Uh, and I know there's also the Pixel Bandits are turning up down there as well. Um, yeah, awesome. Yes. And, you know, there's it's going to be a, quite a, um, 
with the usual gaggle of uh, of elite commanders. I don't know what is the collective noun for uh, elite commanders. A moan. Elliot's a moan. <laughs> a moan of commanders. Actually, yeah, that, that's pretty apt considering what we're going to talk about in a bit. Um, so. I'm joking. Most of them, most of them are absolutely fantastic, and the the, the people that we elite meet are great. I'm sure. Uh, I, I think that there probably should be a different collective noun for the elite commanders who come to things like elite meet, and the and ones who frequent the forums and Reddit. Yeah, um, and suggesting space gypsies. Space gypsies. <laughs> That's not a collective noun. Potatoes. A potato a of commanders. Potato. A potato of commanders, in honour of Grant. <laughs> <laughs> a crash of command. No, no, wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, let's see. Shall we start with the, the um, little surprising bit of news that we've got? Uh, David Brapen commented on Trappist 1. Now, I take it everybody's followed this uh, nice little story from NASA. Yeah, very yeah. cool. I've- yeah. Yeah. Um, just to bring everybody up to date, um, Trappist-1 was basically discovered by NASA, a big announcement last Wednesday, where they discovered a, an M-class star with, or a, what was it, a dwarf red star, which had seven Earth-sized planets around, the, around it, with the possibility of maybe two or three of them being in the Goldilocks zone. Now, David Braben um, also announced that in Elite Dangerous, at near enough the very same location, Elite Dangerous almost got it right. There was a brown dwarf star there, but with seven Earth-like, well, seven Earth-sized planets round it. And they said that this was to do with the Stellar Forge um, using uh, what it knew about gravity in the local area in order to be able to predict where stars were. I mean, I must admit, when they said that there was one pretty close to it, that that kind of blew me away about what science is involved in creating the Stellar Forge. What did anybody else think? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I think it's. I think from what I understood about um, David's comment that he'd written, um, I think it's about the fact that the Trappist One is within the kind of bubble of known stars that are pre-programmed into Elite Dangerous. So the Stellar Forge, within that 200 light year or whatever it is circle that we have, which is the kind of known NASA data, there are stars, including TRAPPIST-1, which are actually quite dark and quite hard to spot. So what the Stellar Forge does is in between where it knows there should be stars is it fills in the ones that might be. And I think the Stellar Forge works on the basis of... uh, I don't fully understand the science of it, but they were talking about distribution of mass. So presumably there is a certain amount of cosmic mass that is available in the galaxy. And so where you can see star systems that allow for an amount of mass, there must therefore be some mass in between that we can't see. So Stellar Forge has kind of looked at the mass between two other, you know, several and said, well, you know, there might be something there based on this leftover mass we don't know about. And actually, presumably, as it turns out, there is actually mass there in the form of TRAPPIST-1. That's the only way I can kind of understand it, but I'm not, you know, I'm not <laughs> totally Mr. Astronomer. My brother could explain it much better, I'm sure, but... Um, yes. Yeah, that, that's my understanding of it, is that it's, it's, it's based on rules about where there should be stuff. Hmm. Yes, okay, um, have a look and see if I can see it. 
Yeah, I did notice it hit quite a few um, of the uh, game websites and, and things like that when uh, they announced this this small thing, and they're they're going to put Trappist One in two point three when it goes live, aren't they? That's what they're on about. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, well, moving on from uh, that nice little surprise, we might as well touch on the biggie for tonight, and that is this the the launch of the two point three beta. Uh, <laughs> now there's a lot of there's a lot to cover here. So, um, where do you guys want to start? Do you want to start with the ship naming? Well, do, do you want to start with the controversy first of all? Let's get that out of the way. Right. Okay. Let, let's get yeah. Let's the get the, cov- the controversy okay. out of the way. Now, when um, originally this was slated for the week ending the twenty sixth, and on Thursday, uh, when no beta appeared. Uh, Ed Lewis turned up and said, right, sorry guys, it's going to have to be Monday, to, to which there was a mild amount of grumbling. And then Monday, the 27th, came and went. And the, and the amount of grumbling that went on after they announced that that wasn't going to be on the 27th was phenomenal. I mean, I, I don't want to even look at that thread in, anymore. I, I turned in, <laughs> I turned into a forum warrior, a forum dad, forum warrior. The whole oh, it, it had my blood boiling so much so the guy at my desk next to me sort of said, "Is there something wrong? You are smashing that keyboard." <laughs> <laughs> you know, angry, angry typing at its worst. The forums for. <laughs> you have to say that again, Ben. You broke up. I've told you many, many times to stay off the forums. I can't help it. You're just a masochist, man. (laughs) Yes. So, um, well, in honour... Way when you want. Yeah, I I, I, I suppose I need to explain this. I I, I kind of had an opposite um, opinion to Colin. I was kind of a a bit inspired by some of the comments that were on the forum. And I (laughs) I decided to make a little homage... Um, now, this is a homage uh, for those of you who are fans of Dave Gorman. Dave Gorman does a thing on his various shows where he he finds a, a particular issue on the Internet that has caused a huge amount of reactions. Um, and he trawls through what he calls the bottom half of the Internet, looking for comments where people have clearly got way too upset about things that they didn't need to to get upset about. And he presents those comments in a form that he likes to call a found poem. Um, I have done one of our own in, in honour of Dave Gorman, uh, and uh, we would like to play it for you now, with apologies to Dave Gorman. <laughs> Boo. That sucks. Way to manage expectations, Frontier. I took time off college to play this. I actually lost sleep for work waiting for this. My life is now worthless. Okay, it's been worthless before, but still. Taking days off for a beta, facepalm. The trustworthiness of Frontier is by far shattered in my regards. It's already half a year late. Now I have no excuse not to watch Broadchurch with the missus. Damn you, FD. We tried hard to get it out today. I'm sure you did. 
I am also sure that is, you had Friday and today to fix the smallest bug. This is a major letdown. So much, I can't even trust FD to release tomorrow, or any day for that matter. Just set the date for some stable day. Don't say tomorrow, and tomorrow, don't say tomorrow, and so on. How about just not saying anything, rather than over-promising and under-delivering? How about, don't plan for any date? Promises? What promises? Planned for Monday does not mean is promised for Monday. We are aiming for Monday is, in my view, far away from being a promise. Thank you, Ed, for letting us know. Those in the UK can go about their normal Monday. I waited 20 years for an Elite sequel. I can wait a bit longer. Sincerely, I do not agree. I am in charge of a team, and I have to communicate on a regular basis when our delivery is expected. Well, I'm glad I haven't worked for a place where you're in charge. You do seem to set yourselves up for these reactions, every time. Perhaps you, FD, should consider not telling us till it's ready. Putting a date only set you up for failure in that situation. Maybe don't release release dates until it's actually ready. For release. Uh-oh. I get a bad feeling they're delaying the beta until the 29th. Wink. Why the winking? At this point it may well make sense. The 29th is in a leap year. Well, I am only waiting for atmospheric planets landing now. See you in 2020. If they say it would be delayed some more days, and if they release it sooner like they said, everyone would be happy. But a delay after a delay? Well, not that smart. If they even had an inkling they weren't going to be able to make their secondary date, they should have given a date further back. That would have solved us being upset. Everyone would have won. I actually wouldn't be mad if they just let us have long hair and actual clothes besides a spacesuit. Maybe they are making some last-minute feminine hairstyles. Not even talking long. Just make a few pretty ones for Pete's sake. I showed my wife, and she was in shock. Broken game is broken game. So why not release broken beta? That's the point. It's a beta. It will have bugs. That's the whole point. But if the bugs are in the netcode, it will be impossible to test anything. I was going to point this out a few days ago, but I thought, what the heck, let it happen. God damn networking. This game would be so much better single player. The game should have been single player from the start. That's what the forum members asked for when they were asking for a sequel to Elite. Yeah, multi-crew would work really well if it was single player. Double disappointment in five days. Not sure if this is a good advertisement to sell 2.3. Some responses in this thread are borderline disrespectful. You'd think someone stole the eyes off a baby. There is an ignore thread option. Make good use of that. I'm off down the pub. It seems FD can please some of the people all of the time, 
all of the people some of the time, and none of the people all of the time. What a totally unreasonable attitude. I hope you will never miss a deadline in your life, because if you do, we'll be there. In all seriousness, guys, we should be patient. Wait for them to release it first, then crucify them for messing everything up. You obviously have no conception to what it takes to program a system as complicated as this. I don't fully understand, and I don't want to. It would give me nightmares. Whoever has never developed cannot understand the imponderables. If I had one million dollars for every beta release that went well on my projects, I'd have zero dollars. You now have me pondering whether I am fully developed or not. Thank you. <laughs> I apologise um, about uh, it being delayed. And the other thing I'll say is that there are something like 66 pages on that thread and pretty much all of these quotes are only from about the first 18 pages oh. so you know by 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 page 18 i actually already had more material than, <laughs> than was really needed i didn't even go to reddit or twitter i mean that's you know that, that's kind of how bad it is so yeah i don't know i don't know if uh, do, i don't know if, it depends what we letters we get i don't know if we'll ever do any of those again but uh <laughs> It I think fun. we need to put that up on YouTube, to be honest, Chris. Yeah, we'll upload it. We'll upload we it. And I think, based on the quality over the the call, I think we might need to replace <laughs> it on the podcast as well with the source. Yeah, because it was a bit it was a bit crackly, but uh, but yeah, hopefully people enjoyed that. <laughs> Alien <laughs> is asking if any of those comments were from her. Do you know what? I, I genuinely I don't want to kind of you know there's there's no there's no intent here to drop any individual in it about any comment they made. I actually don't remember who said what. Um, but they'll know, so, and that's the important. Yeah, people might recognise <laughs> their own stuff, and you know, there was there was a lot of cutting and pasting, and I did kind of because I'm, I was trying to time it to the music, and because I was obviously trying to make it sound like a bit of a conversation. There's some stuff that's in different orders, so you know, I'm not I'm not deliberately trying to misquote people. It's just to give a, a flavour of what the forums are like. Oh. I, I like my one of my favorite comments was the one about some of the comments on this thread are borderline disrespectful. I was thinking, borderline, borderline, borderline disrespectful. So, oh. yeah. yeah, oh dear, yeah, <laughs> full, full on forum warrior mode. I think I was in, and to which I, th I think I may have overreacted on a couple of them, which I do apologize to. But actually, <laughs> I don't because you deserved it. <laughs> and, um, Yes, I mean that, that that was an extraordinary thread. I mean, we had David Braben coming in and apologising, explaining, and to tell you the truth, um, now they have released two point three, but they've taken taken out the multiplayer ship option because it was the multiplayer ship option which was slowing it down. So, what do you guys think? Was that a good idea? Yes, I think. There's enough. Definitely a good it? idea. Yeah, there's loads. I mean, I've only been in it for about two hours, um, but there's tons of stuff, and I don't even think I've scratched the surface. So there's enough to kind of chew on for for whenever a uh, multi-crew comes out, which by the looks of it might be next week or even the week after. So, mm. And there's lots of other things for us to debug and test anyway, isn't there? True. 
true. I mean, yeah, it might be an advan- uh, an advantage to, to Frontier because this way they get the um, other stuff uh, looked at because if they just put out the multi-crew as well, then everyone would be jumping on that and testing that and all the rest of it might have been left by the wayside. Yeah, I think it's, you know, hopefully, or into it is not so much it'll be left by the wayside, but I think maybe it'll get it'll get more attention than it perhaps otherwise, you know, maybe might have got if people were focusing on the multiplayer stuff. Um, it is a bit of a shame, though, because it is sort of the flagship feature. Mm, yes. Um, but that can't really be helped, I don't think. No, I mean, judging by what was happening on the live stream, I must admit, when we saw the... The state of it in the live stream. I mean, it was. It looked very impressive when it worked. It was just, well, it wasn't flaky, but it, it, it certainly wasn't up there with the the beta quality that we've come to expect. Because yeah. even at beta, uh, I think on every stage, Frontier have normally come up with something which other companies would have said as a full release. Not mentioning any mm. names. not that i'm i'm bitter about certain batman games um oh oh, i can talk about that i can talk about that (laughs) yeah Yeah. um so you guys have got hold of the beta you have been playing it for what a couple of hours each yeah a bit less than that but yeah Yeah, yeah i've literally just booted it and looked at the hollow me and renamed my ship (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, well, obviously, I, I take it everyone's renamed their ship then. Oh, yes, actually, I have. So, I mean, what we know about the ship renaming is that obviously renaming your ship is is free. Yep. Um, on top of that, you can put any in a majority of ship names. Same with yeah. the Millennium Falcon. I think so. I think you only there's a normal kind of. Um, profanity filter in there mm. uh, and ship names i know we talked about it last week they're not unique mm-hmm. uh, so there could be loads of people flying exactly the same so i'm sure you will see a gamut of um, millennium falcons <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't know what's nice that they um you're allowed to the other thing that's in there under ship names is mm-hmm. you can now put in the ship's license number oh right which I wasn't expecting to see, but there is a thing under the ship name. If you're a fan of the old Frontier Elite 2 style ship registration codes, you can you can now have one. Oh, excellent. So um, I've just, uh, I've gone into my list of, of Easter eggs to insert into Season 4 Escape Velocity, and I've named, I've uh, put in the license for this ship for beta purposes as JA4LL. <laughs> people can have, have, have fun googling that if they want i don't know if it'll even come up um but yeah so um so yeah there's that as well and i don't know i'm not sure where that's going because i haven't had a chance to fly around yet i don't know how that license code will appear unless oh that'd be interesting unless it's what the um flight traffic control says to you when you arrive that would be interesting Ooh, well, because it's we only six digits. Right. I can test that in a few minutes. Okay. Looking behind the curtains for a second, I've just sent a private message to Colin. Awesome. Okay. Um, yeah, we can move on to that one next. Uh, I so mean, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, we were saying. So the, the ship. Yeah. So you can ship names. Your ship naming is free, 
mm-hmm. um, but if you want to display it on the side of your ship, that will be a paid decal. Oh, and I thought that the basic decal was free, but they were coming up with special artistic ones that would cost. Maybe. This is only a feature that I've learned about this afternoon. Mm. Um, so I think um, Zach confirmed that it's a paid-for thing. It's a cosmetic. In entirety. Uh, yeah, yeah. So any yeah, kind of the... ship, ship name is uh, a paid-for thing, I think. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it'll still show up on people's scanners, but if you actually look at the paint on the side of the the actual side of the ship it won't appear but it's kind of like i mean it's in in beta at the moment there is no there is no placeholder um what's the word i'm looking for decal ship name decal it, it only has go and buy options so i don't so if, if there were a basic one i would probably expect to see it in there maybe so i think it is going to be just a paid thing yeah well, which is interesting. Yeah, I mean, uh, me and Cal had a little bit of a not a set to, but we had a little bit of a discussion about it earlier. And to to me, I think is this really taking the the um, uh, the in game payments that little bit too far? Because I, I was, ooh, I'm, I'm not it's quite sure myself. There. Yeah, it's definitely up there. If you're just looking at, I mean, presume, I mean, we're kind of assuming that it's procedurally generated based on, um, you know, a font or whatever, and 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 kind of scale to fit. So I don't know. I mean, it kind of has to justify the work for them working on it as a decal, and mm-hmm. we don't know how Frontier kind of budget their internal development. If they've had to apply resources to this that they wouldn't weren't going to apply otherwise, then maybe that's the logic behind charging for it. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, someone's, I think well, someone's just said in chat, coloured lasers was taking it too far. I mean, I, I mean, I have said before. I mean, I you know, I, I'm more than happy to support Frontier with all kinds of stuff, but it mm. is frustrating when there are things in Elite Dangerous which are paid add-ons, which in any other game would be like a slider. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah but, I mean, it's like, my, my big, my huge bugbear is about the fact that when you're, you know, you're paying for ship skins, which are basically just like all one colour ship skins. Mm-hmm. I, sort of, I, I sort of felt like that was a bit, I don't know. This is sort of up there with that for me. But yeah. at the end of the day, I mean, as Alien says, Alien Explorer says in Twitch chat, um, you know, if she's going to buy nameplates, I am, I am probably going to buy the nameplate for, uh, you know, at least one or two ships. So mm-hmm. it's something that appeals to different people, I guess. Um, True. Oh, True. but if you buy the nameplate, then you bought it for everything. Have you, though? Is well, it like decals rather ship. than skins? Oh god, I would be I would be thinking it's too far if I've got to go and buy a nameplate for a cutter, and then a nameplate for an asp, and a nameplate for a vulture. That would be taking the Mickey. I think mm. that would look quite bad. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I mean, so, yeah, yeah the, we've already got the uh, purchase option in for um, what was it, engine color as well? Yep, that's oh, really? there. Yeah. You're, you're you, you can't do anything with it because you can't do the purchase, <laughs> but it's there. The option's there now. Yeah, yeah I must. Have, I must admit, I'm. I'm with. Um, 
I'm with you on this one as far as, you know, if we had to pay that per ship, I think that would be too much. But, you know, it, it, it's, it's a borderline one for me, that one, I think. I mean, I did like having the ship lasers different colours. Uh, so, um, and they were cheap enough. Well, I mean, we're not talking about a £60 monocle here. Yeah. Sorry, I've just noticed. Is anybody... Oh, no, it's working. Sorry, I thought for a minute route finding wasn't working in beta, but it's now come to life. I'm going to try and head and seek Ben. <laughs> All right, can I just say, Stephen Usher, if you're listening, you've done a good job of making your commander look like you. Oh, yeah, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Is that Commander Highbite? No, Commander, oh, no, Commander Stephen Usher. Yes. You're, oh, I can see him on Twitch now. Yeah. yeah that, we're going to, yeah, there was me thinking we we're going to have a lot of um, fugly <laughs> type commanders, but I must admit, Stephen, that's, that's, that's pretty <laughs> close to you without you being fugly. <laughs> before, I, before I, I really drop myself in it <laughs> oh he's he's gonna kick my backside at elite me you know that, what i have you. to say i have to say I'm, I'm i'm one of these people i am dreadful with um names and i actually now having seen his hollow me i actually now realize who Stephen usher is that's how good it is <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah because I am terrible, I am terrible with names, so this is going to be really helpful for me. <laughs> uh, I'm probably, yeah, I'm probably not going to be uh, able to do a, a decent rendition of me. I'll probably look even worse than I actually do. Which, if anybody's been watching the top shift streams, you know that's going to be quite a task. But <laughs> I am, I am uh, actually going to have to have a photo of me on the monitor next to the screen to get it right. Cause I just tried to have a little bit of a play with the hollow me based on, based on how I think my head works and it ended up looking nothing <laughs> like me. So I think I am just going to have to do, you know, um, do something. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I had a ben. fight at play and I managed to make a, a chubby bloke, but you can't go for fat blokes. And I gave myself the hair that I would like to have rather than... Well, no, I've, we've seen that hairstyle, Ben. That that hairstyle, what is it? Some sort of hipster top knot. Have you given yourself a hipster top knot? <laughs> you have, haven't you? Back when I was a student, before I had to do this work thing, I basically, that's kind of what I had. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, okay, I've got to... And and Ben's faded out in embarrassment, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So, <laughs> yeah, the Hollow Me is. Uh, it looks absolutely fantastic there. Oh, you, it's, the, it's the ponytail. I must admit, I am. I'm wishing for a pair of virtual scissors that I can just reach in there and snip the bucket off. <laughs> <laughs> you got a rat's tail. <laughs> it's what my it's what my son used to call jobby hair <laughs> in fact I did it in about five minutes before the show trying to do summit yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> so I mean obviously you spent a lot of time how did you find the commander creator then it's in the menu. <laughs> Sorry, cheap, cheap, uh, cheap. Oh, oh, for God's sake! 
it is a... it's really good it's really good one of the things i like about the commander <laughs> is, um well the first thing i like is the way that the people sort of teleport into existence like uh, tron avatars i think that's very cool uh, the thing that i i particularly like is that any feature that you you set for your um your commander you can then there's kind of a slider to set how how kind of extreme you want the effects to be so if you think well i've got quite like pronounced cheekbones or something you can give yourself pronounced cheekbones but you raise cheekbones and you just end up looking like share and you think well i don't you know i don't have cheekbones like that i do you know in comparison to other people you know in comparison to like i don't know someone like Oh, I don't know. I can't even think of anybody. But you know, and compared to an, you know, I don't, I don't look like Tom Baker, but I do kind of, you know, have. I think, in comparison to other people's faces, I think I have quite prominent cheekbones. So on this, you can say, well, you've got angular cheekbones, but you can kind of smooth it off a little bit, just so that it's a feature of the face rather than kind of everything that it's about. And that's true with all of the. Um, that, that's true with all of the settings. So if you think that you don't have like a particularly athletic neckline, one of the things you can do is you can give yourself one, but then you can scale it back ever so slightly so that you, you know, you don't look like um, the cafe uh, guy from Star Wars Episode 2, which I'm only thinking of because it was on last night. You don't have to look that bad, but you can just have a, you know, you can just have a little bit of middle-aged chin there going on, which I think is going to be quite useful for a lot of our elite commanders. Um. <laughs> and you think I'm bad at insult? I only accidentally insulted one commander. You've managed to do quite a lot more. <laughs> hey, I, I I speak for the forum dads. Uh, <laughs> we, all need, we all need a little bit of realistic chin. Um, okay, yeah, that so. is the title for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> realistic chin. That. that does make sense. Yeah. <laughs> Um, someone's suggesting pilot, pilot is suggesting for elite meat competition idea make a famous star in 10 minutes that's not a bad idea actually see you see you can see if it's who is, is artistic takes me back to my days with the movies when we used to try and create people using the avatar creator in that and that was much less sophisticated than this elite one so yeah yeah I want to that we don't have different body types and heights and weights. Yeah. I mean, I guess that'll be coming in when we, we actually have to move around. Maybe. You know, with the elite feet. Still, I'm still plugging for elite feet instead of space legs. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I guess we're not going to need them because we're all going to be sat in our seat. I think I might have a bugging beta. Mm. The my heat levels are continuing to rise even though I'm nowhere near the star. Oh, that's not good. I've noticed my frame rate in beta is. I'm hovering around about thirty or forty. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Station. I've just oh. had to drop out a frame shift to stop my ship from blowing up. Oh, that that's, doesn't uh, sound uh, like a, a good one. Mm. You got a race condition there. Yeah. So let's see. Um, ben, do you want to take over this next section then with the uh, the link to what okay. have you done, BTW? <laughs> pause my ship so I don't go and fly into a station. And yeah, should we preface this with 
So, one of the things that has been discovered already is a rather ominous encounter. So, the video is about 1 minute 30 long. And I'll play that. Um, hopefully, you guys should hear the audio. If you can't, let me know. Um, I'll play that and then we can talk about it, yes? Okay. Hear this in a second. Aha. Uh-huh. When it comes up. That's, that's one over 38. I thought you said it was one minute 38. Yeah, let's go and find it. <sighs> no, still not downloading. <laughs> Beta. <laughs> right, I'll... Which, ignore what you're seeing on the screen for the couple. They just ignore the man behind the curtain. I said it to you guys, didn't I? Yep. No, that's not... There we go, yeah. Ben, you don't have any funny tabs open on your browser. If you're going to show people your desktop, you have to have, like, you know, Vorderman port or something open as an open search. What kind of porn? Donkey porn. Vorderman. (laughs) As in Carol Vorderman. (laughs) Maybe. I I think we're learning more about you, Chris, than we really want to know. (laughs) No, no, I'm I'm just saying... You have, you have to have funny things in the background of your PC if you're going to display your monitor. Oh, you Not mean like don't... I did during my Twitch stream, where when I went to my monitor, there was a list of people's names and addresses who'd won competitions. That was quite embarrassing. Can you guys talk yourself? I'm just going to hide my screen for a second. I'm going to try and find this better. Oh, okay, then. So, um, has anybody tried the vanity cameras, then? What are they like? Well, Ben cues all this stuff up. Um... I've tried, and I'm actually trying it now. There's loads. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. No, there's, there's probably less than that. I think I've cycled them. There's about, about eight or so. Um, mm-hmm. It's great because you can see behind your commander. So for those people that, have, that are not in VR, you can actually see behind your seat in an anaconda or a python or a cobra or something, which is quite quite nice so I've just been looking behind me (laughs) (laughs) well you're scared of Ben creeping up behind you with a knife yeah but it's really quite cool because you know the the internal cam that you can have kind of sitting just offset Mm -hmm. from your character you can still control your ship completely so I'm flying now with a camera kind of looking out the side of my window so I can see me my avatar and I can see my my GUI over on the left, but now I can see the station over on the right, and it looks, it looks pretty cool. Oh, excellent! I mean, the main question that I do have to ask about this is, if you if you're in a third person view behind the ship, can you actually fight? Because if it gives you too much of an advantage, it does it give you an advantage in combat? Because well, that, that's a bit of a bugbear for me. I, I think yes, in kind of um, situational awareness, and you've got you know better visibility, but you you can't see your pips. And if you're using something like fixed weapons, you can't see where you're aiming. Um, so there's no instrumentation or anything like that. It's just basically you've got your pretty picture. Yeah. And you're you're able to maneuver and you're able to fire, but whether you're actually able to hit anything is another matter. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I personally think that it would be, a, you, you wouldn't be able to play the game 
in inverted commas properly um, mm-hmm. in the external camp. But fine, they're doing some lovely beauty shots. You can do some really fun stuff. And even just kind of flying now, you can see the tremendous... Like, I'm flying a Python at the moment. Mm-hmm. And if I just engage throttle just a little bit, you can actually see the engines glowing and, you know, the thrust amounts different. And the actual exhaust opens up slightly. So there's, there's a whole level of detail that you you possibly wouldn't have even seen before. So, right. Yeah, I think it's, it's just it, lots of eye candy. It's very, very pretty. Oh, well, as long as we just have the eye candy. Okay. Ben has this thing ready for us on Twitch. Now, I haven't seen this one before, so play it, Ben, and we'll see what happens. I'll take it, and hopefully Twitch will be able to see and hear it. Now, do we need an audio description version? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this isn't going to look good on... on. Hi. So there's some kind of distress call here then. We're answering a distress call and we're in a anaconda. Corvettes on fire. Yes, he's basically jumped into an area of space where there is loads of federal corvettes just burning and crashing and falling to pieces. And there is what appears to be an eight-sided, star-sided ship flying away from the uh, wreckage. An eight-sided ship? Is it the Flower People? It is the Flower People. Oh, I think we've got our answer then to. Um, what they were looking for <laughs> I think they didn't like us shooting them it's interesting that the green area is a localised phenomenon yeah it's like sort of they've dropped a some kind of, um, I don't know, disabler area? <laughs> Could this be the equivalent of an alien energy bomb? There's a black box there. Oh, man. This is... Cargo's <laughs> deployed. Alton have a point. It could just be Joker gas. Yeah, well, Joker gas is still deadly. <laughs> We're not talking Batman sixty six here. All of the forms of Joker gas is, is pretty deadly stuff. I don't think I don't think I want to be anywhere near it when I'm in my Python or Anaconda. Wow. I must admit that it's um. Look at those wrecks burning. Is that some kind of acid? Looks like there's some kind of hex marker on the on the ships. Uh, all right, so that's the signals from the vanity cam. That's oh, you know what it reminds me of. 
it reminds me of the very last episode of Blake Seven, when the liber- the Liberator is is boiling into space. We need Jarvis if we're talking Blake. Oh, that's the end of episode season four, isn't it? When it just no, it's the end of season three. Season four three. was the the Scorpio. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Is, is Mr. Jarvis next? But on Blake Seven then. Have, have, Mr. Jarvis's forum icon is a is a liberator. Or at least it was. I don't know if it still is. Uh, that is in camp. Oh. So, what does everybody think to that then? Beep. I'm I'm surprised that I've actually put that in the beta. To be to, to be honest, um, but yeah, it's it's, it's exciting, <laughs> exciting stuff. Uh, I know. Um, obviously, it's oh, it's just. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how to react to that. It's it's just. Um, it's scary. I'm going to be scared of green blobs. <laughs> well, interesting. Interestingly, in the the um, the um, patch notes, it says that stations can actually be disabled. It turns them off. They can be turned off. It doesn't. I, don't, I think it elaborates how. So mm-hmm. yeah, that could be. Think of that what you will. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Yeah. Yeah. Your 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 navy needs afraid. Um, <laughs> that's, oh, I must admit that that is quite unsettling. Yeah. To be honest, uh, I I I guess I guess we failed the test when it came to the uh, encountering the uh, the flower people. <laughs> Oh, so maybe didn't like you know didn't like us shooting up their children or whatever. Yeah, perhaps we've kidnapped them or you know whoever knows what the meta alloys are. They could have been eggs for all we know. Exactly. I think I think the ship lights are broken in game. When I put my lights on, they it, I see light for a second and then it fades out. Mm. So, um, oh, looking through the rest of these sh- these notes, the the release notes. Now, if mm. even if you take out the multi crew stuff, it's it's a forty one k text file, and it says something that the update notes are now bigger than the original game was, <laughs> just for one update. So, is there anything in those update notes that you've just that jumped out at you? Uh, and asteroid bases in various deep space locations. So that I want to go. Quite, I want to go hunting for them. Yeah, that sounds really, uh, really quite nice. Mm. Um, and lots of new mega ships. Um, yes. Passenger, science vessel, prison ship, flight operations, asteroid miner, cargo tanker. Um, I popped and saw. Was it Fisher's Rest? Oh, oh, you've yeah, been to Fisher's Rest already. Yeah, I was. I, I, oh, how did you find that? It, it's it's in. If you look in the notes, um, if I, if I just have a oh, look. Oh, is it okay? Is it it's location in, mentioned? Yeah, it's in the notes. Yeah, Aldebaran system. <laughs> Surprisingly <laughs> enough. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Um, it's massive. You know, it's really massive. You can land on the outside of it, um, and it's it, it's kind of like um, a station, but it's not because it's got loads of other stuff just kind of bolted onto it and it's got kind of 
um, you know those biodomes, mm-hmm. yeah, ground installations. It's it's got a couple of those attached to one of its its wheels. Oh right, its, it's habitat wheels, and it looks pretty pretty cool. Um, so yeah, did you dock with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah I docked yeah. with it. And what facilities were available? Um, there was you can't call your ship there. Um, so no no shipyard then. No, I think you could do some basic outfitting, but you couldn't like transfer another ship there. Yeah, um, that's that's fine. But it was quite busy when I went there. It was it was about I came to lave from there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, those are people already there. Um, so yeah. yeah, I suppose that will be a pilgrimage for any any Star Wars fan, just like um, going to the Pratchett Station was for 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 Terry Pratchett and and Vulcan, of course, for Mister S- for Leonard Nimoy. So, yeah, that was, yeah, it's one of these things which, it's nice it's in there, it's just, you wish that the reason it was in there didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. one thing which, I think Carlton was saying in Twitch, and I'm agreeing with me that he wants to see more mission-based, mission-based calamities that he's wanting to see, but I noticed that one of the things they're saying is multi-stage mission support has been added which is different to Wrinkles, apparently. Um, now, Wrinkles, was that just um, I think the redirection? Wrinkles is, I want to go and take, go and ship me five tons of rats to Lave Station. Mm-hmm. Oh, instead of going to Lave Station, please go to Deso Dock. Oh, right, okay. So that's what I think, people I are think calling that's Wrinkles. A wrinkle. That's what I would take to be a Wrinkle, whereas... I, I never understood I that because the, the the reward offered for changing your mind was never the ones I saw. They always <laughs> seemed to offer me less than I was getting for the main mission anyway, and it would screw me with the faction that I was trying to look, increase well, my yeah. ranking. I with. think mm. you get that in addition to the money that you're getting, so it's a bonus money rather than you'll get this instead of. Yeah. No, I never understood that. <laughs> um, no, I think um, it was like you know deliver it here in the next half hour instead of the next 24 hours and we'll give you an extra 100,000 credits or something. Yeah, but there's also the, oh, I know that you were taking that to leave, but can you retake it to uh, to Rigquat instead? And for that, we'll yeah. give you an extra 100,000. Yeah. But the, the problem with those missions were just like the passenger missions, you didn't have a choice. Now, one of the things that they've put in for 2.3 is they've said that actually you can ignore that, redirect, you can just carry on and deliver it to the place that, as it was before. But that's different from what these missions, these new missions yeah. that you're saying. Oh, that's what I'm reading it as. But you know, Jarvis, I know you like your missions, don't you? Yeah, I like missions a lot. So, yeah, you know, hopefully by this time next week, we'll have had a chance to actually investigate these some and see what's going off. Yeah, I've just had a dro- crash to desktop trying to drop onto Lave. So. Oh dear. Um, I'm trying to get back in, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure I will play with the the mission doing something. Uh, yeah. Well, according to the notes, there are now 32 asteroid bases in various deep space locations. Um, added some. This is a weird one. Added some new challenge scenarios for inclusion scenarios: speed docking I drivers th- challenge and ship launched fighter challenge. That's in the training section, I think. Cool. So you know oh, you go right. into your, you know you go into your training and then you've got your basic training stuff and then mm-hmm. underneath that there's challenges. Yeah, and there is. Them, I think is docking and stuff. 
Oh, oh they put the speed talking in. Fantastic. <laughs> Crash will be happy with that. <laughs> I was thinking about that as well, yeah. Yeah. I've not, so I've there... not tried this yet, obviously. Well, there's loads now. Yeah. Has anybody actually seen the dolphin then? Either flying about as an NPC or, or actually bought one? Nope. I've only been in a couple of hours, if that. <laughs> I'm sure. find it. I'm I'm gonna go and see if I can buy one. I was gonna say, would you mind oh. going to would you mind going to buy one and then fly it back to life before the end yeah. of the show? Yeah. Of that course. sounds like a good good plan, doesn't it? Yeah. It's being a little bit unreliable for me. Oh dear. Uh, more reliable than it is the game. Colin. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's that. It was working <laughs> absolutely fine until I just tried to well, get back in. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. Um, anyway. So, you know, there's, oh, there's, there's pages and pages and pages of fixes. The engineers are getting new blueprints. Um, I was very pleased to see the ship sensors getting a lightweight one because it yes. makes no sense. My ship, you know, my ship sensor weighs more than a bloody eagle. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I, I, I think in. I was reading somewhere that, you know, they were joking about why don't I just tie an eagle to the front of my my um, Corvette and it'll have the same, give it two A sensors and it'll have the same range, same everything, but the, the it'll weigh less. Makes so much more sense. <laughs> Actually, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well just knock, uh, knock off your nose cone and stick an eagle in the front then. Chuck an eagle in the front of it. <laughs> and then it could be it could be like you know the captain's yacht or something oh dear we're getting into battle of the planets and the phoenix territory now i think bits of sub vehicles coming out your ship left right and center but um oh there's an old old reference i See love people get the that. planets that, that was my first fan squeak kind of thing <laughs> um, I, oh my. back in the early early 80s yeah, oh, Saturday no. morning TV, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. What, have you just seen what I've seen? What is Grant posting in <laughs> oh, Skype? Oh, no, no. I hope he hasn't posted that anywhere else. Ben, can we show this? I don't know, should we? No, I don't think we should. <laughs> I'll try. Okay, I will. Hang on. Hang no, on. don't. <laughs> Massive apologies to yeah. anyone this triggers. I will. Okay. I just um, had that essentially. Whilst, whilst I go and do that, I did see something that I quite liked was <laughs> sorry was that we've got vultures and pythons and can now be policemen, which is yeah that's going to be kind of scary. Yes, that's cool. Yeah, right. Let's go and share that then. Oh, do we have to? <laughs> <laughs> so has okay, been sorry, Twitch <laughs> has been slightly photoshopped. Um. <laughs> yeah, I got that from a, a, a very un, uh, unreliable source. Let's put it that way. <laughs> oh, has he even got the badge? Oh my god! <laughs> oh, okay. I think that's enough of that. Don't that take it much. away. <laughs> 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 That's just killed the show. That has actually killed the show. Um, yeah, I'm really happy to be able to get back into this because I was enjoying that. Um, <laughs> what, Jim will fix it? No, no, no. Actually, getting into a lead. I just, 
Did you realise because of various things that have been going on in life and stuff like that, I actually have barely played managed to play Elite since 2.2 went live. Really? That's kind of shock. I have played it a bit because not yeah. all the kind of features are completely new to me, but actually I've realised that I, I sort of haven't actually played with a lot of the new features. I've been trying to kind of get into the whole passenger thing, but I never got around to it. No, yeah. no, I am going to ban anybody sending us Rolf Harris. And <laughs> no. <laughs> You're putting ideas. Grand <laughs> gets I moved to do that as well. <laughs> yeah, do that when Foz is presenting, not me. Um, oh, oh God, how do you follow actually, that? Talking about Fozzer, there's a feature in the 2.3 that I think Fozzer will quite like, in that when we target a station's location, mm-hmm. um, then in your schematic, you know, it comes up, it'll actually show you the orientation of the station now. Oh, that we have. So, you know, obviously at the moment, you, you know, you come in from the planet and you're coming into the docking ring. But. Mm-hmm. Well, it's with these with stations being added into rings, asteroid clusters, then n- not necessarily. Maybe it's always going to face the planet. So, I like the fact that when we jump in on the station, it'll know it's going to. When we target the station from uh, supercruiser, it'll still it'll now display where we're the angle, which will make smuggling a bit easier as well. Hopefully, Ben, are you in the station or behind it? I'm actually in front of the station. Do you want me to send you a ring invite? Yep. Yeah, I just send you one and nothing happened. Okay. But I'm, I'm by oh, the docking sorry, port because I... you're 5k away. Okay, it's probably because I ignored you. Well, I didn't ignore you, but you know, I was busy talking and didn't notice you. No, it's all good. There you go. I can see you. I don't know if mm. you're here, but I can see you. <laughs> I'll try and fly around with you. Oh, man. So, I mean... There is yeah, so it's gonna, to I think it's going to take. This, isn't yeah, it's going to take us a while to go through that change log. I think and pick out all the yeah. really interesting stuff. Um, there you go. I can see you now. Hey, hello. Oh, probably a bit too close. I have to say, my um, did we just hit? I think your shield. <laughs> well, I uh, my shield flickered, and you seem to have run out of shields. <laughs> yeah, there's. I'm oh, going to find as. Well, for reckless flight. <laughs> there's something weird going on with the controls in this release. They're re- there's something very odd going because I was getting random overheats, and I've been finding that the ship isn't steering. My ASP isn't steering as well as it used to. And and all your modules running at hundred percent. No, because I had an overheat, but nothing's below ninety percent. Oh. Yeah. I think it's like. I don't know. Maybe this is all stuff they've broken. <laughs> Delayed it 24 hours. Who knows? I don't know. Weird. Okay, yeah. weird. Um, I've also got an issue. I can't play with the... Um, at least, I don't think... Oh, no. Oh, it is working. Oh, no. The external camera is working. Before, it was just showing me a black screen. But now I've realised what it's showing me is stars. You've, got <laughs> to set, you've also oh, got to set up all your keys and everything, Jarvis. Ah. And I've got to invert joystick as well because so, that's painful yeah I had to go off and do a whole load of keyboard stuff before I could and I've still not fully set it up as you probably would have seen yeah, when yeah. I'm out trying to fly trying to look around my ship okay yeah. All right, then. Um, so what else have we got 
going on in this release. We've got... Oh, yeah, the inside of the cockpit. I want to see that. That's why I need to do these controls. Let me do these controls, and then I can see the inside of the cockpit. <laughs> well, in the meantime, um, what I'll do is I'll, I'll quickly go over a couple of the in-game events that have been happening in, in the main game. Uh, obviously, with the last base discovered last week of the Fordermine Rift, I, can, I still can't say it right, can I? Um, there's now been a little bit of uh, more of a, a twist to the story. Um, now, I don't know about anybody else, but ha- is there actually a, a shortage of meta-alloys at the moment? Because uh, I've heard from other commanders that meta-alloys seem to be in short supply. The a barnacles... The, yeah, a lot of the barnacles are dead, or not not active at the moment. So. Yeah, meaning that the only place to get them is at Danielle's Progress, which is the... Um, a land-based outpost in uh, Maya. Now, what's happened in Galnet is that there was a massive heist of all the meta-allies from Daniel's pro- uh, progress by a cobra using the call sign of Lima Uniform Charlie. And a lot of people have speculated that that is the return of Commander... Now, I've got a, a pronunciation here, guys. So, uh, Luciano... Oh, actually... <laughs> Why don't you just call him Luca? Luca, yeah. So, from the book uh, Premonition, uh, one of the characters, there's speculation that this is one of the characters in that book, has made an appearance in game, which I think is the first time we've seen him. Uh, so, uh, that that seems to be quite a, a bit of a surprise, especially for everybody following this one. Um, but there's also been two two additional player-led events. Um, the Code have decided to blockade uh, or Kaperi. I think that's how you pronounce the system. Um, is there any reason why they're trying to blockade it or has they just decided we're going to blockade the system? I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> is the honest answer to that one. I, I've not I seen thought it's to, isn't it to do with the fact that they're they're what well, oh they're um blocking access to the call thirty systems and so on. No, I thought that as well, but no well that's a separate thing doing done by oh, that Cannon. Thing? Yeah, this is the other thing. This is a protest against the Reckon or the Reckon um corporation. And it, it that's the they've got a permit blocking most of the call seventy sector. And that seems to be led by people from Canon. Okay. So we've got two kind of player-led blockades going on. So um, if you want to go down to the lore and role-playing sections of the forums, you'll find more details of that stuff there. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so it's nice to see these these player groups actually trying to create some plot of their and role-playing of their own. Um, obviously, when we've been talking through a lot of uh, 2.3, do we need to touch on the newsletter of 1.163? Because we've kind of moved on to... I think we kind of covered there. everything in it. It's yeah. Brilliant. I think so. So, I mean, just, just quickly, um, Ben, what can you tell me about the TDLR review of Elite Dangerous? The what, sorry? Well, sorry, you've you, got you've any... Caught, you've, You've caught me whilst I'm trying to chase uh, Commander Batster. Oh. <laughs> TLDR. Yeah, T. Oh, 
um, yes, if that's the... Um, that's, okay, yeah, that's the Steam, the Steam community thing. Um, so basically, there's a guide that um, a commander's gone off and written... And it's it's a very good and very in-depth guide. It's quite a long one. That's basically it's like it's a, it's another of these player manuals for whenever you come into the game and you think, what the hell do I go and do now? Yeah. Um, and, and if I could find, he's got a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, I'm looking through it now. I mean, it's obviously he's touched on a lot of the the major functions. This is actually a phenomenal. It's a really, really good guide. Um, yeah, and he's covering I, like the Frontiers business model. He's got tools in there. He's got a wee bit of lore in there. Uh, all the different stuff that you can maybe do, like you know, combat training, exploration, piracy, um, community and, goals, obviously. Yeah, and little bits of explanations of how to do, how to actually yep. do them. Um, so he's got a whole load of good stuff in there, and down in the other notes I can actually go and give some credit to who actually did this if it lets me yeah this um, oh. this was put uh, by um, Commander David David Winter from Hungary mm. yes so I mean yeah I, this is the first time I've actually seen this in depth but well done because this is the kind of very concise guide to Elite Dangerous that <laughs> we could, could be put this. up a, yeah it's a kind of FAQ that people really need to be pointed to when they start now because it, it's not from what I can see it's not too heavy uh, and you know you can find what what you need quite quickly so and it's well arranged and laid out and everything as well yeah so David White we salute you that is a that is a fantastic fantastic guide yep so and it and looks pretty as well lots of pic- lots of um, pictures and everything yeah. so and moving on from that we've got the uh, Oh, what's this? The, the traffic report. Okay, I can tell you what that is. That's a thing by EDSM, which is uh, one of these tools, obviously, that will make a note of where you are in the galaxy, and then it can log it up to their EDSM star map. And it basically shows the exponential growth of where everybody's gone from launch um, from the gamma all the way through to the beginning of this year, basically. Um, now, obviously, the people, as more and more data points come in, as more and more people use the tools and log their log the data to EDSM. Mm-hmm. But it starts out with just like a couple of people just dotting around, and then you can go off and see one commander gradually dotting his way up to SAGE and things like that. Uh, and then there's another one you can see that watch them flying off to the other side of the galaxy. Like, see, traveling along the rims, and it's just more and more and more and more and more. And it's, it's it's a nice little overview of where people have gone and <laughs> how the game has grown over the past couple of years. Um, so, obviously, it's not perfect because obviously, more people, especially now that we've got tools that automate all this, more people are logging the data to EDSM mm. rather than having to enter every manually but it's really good the only thing I would say about it is I think it's about a 12 minute long video personally I'd rather 
you had like the the long video version of it, and then I'd like a here it is compressed into sixty seconds. Thank you very much. Mm. Uh, right, it's about the only criticism I'd have over it. Yeah, that that seems to be a uh, yeah, it's a good resource. I think I'll 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 give that a go when I've got a a spare quarter of an hour or so. <laughs> <laughs> can, can, I, can I clarify something about the new camera in uh, 2.3? Certainly. When you're setting up keys for it, do they have to be different keys than the rest of your controls for the game? I don't know. Because no, I, I thought I'd set a button for rotating the camera, and mm-hmm. instead I could see that the ship was turning. I think you need to change the camera into free mode. I did Is that. It... Did you put the camera there's two there's actually two cameras you can switch the camera oh. and then you can go to free camera because that confused me right so you, I, I had to actually set two different camera buttons so one camera button to turn the cameras on another button to flick through the camera views and another button to go into free camera view oh, okay it's gonna take it's gonna take me a bit longer to figure that one out i think yeah, it's, <laughs> it is very fiddly yeah. when i'm in ship Back, I can't actually see my ship. You can't. No. Um, well, this is why I seem to have four cameras that were just showing me stars. None of them seem to be showing me my ship. Yeah. But have you? I mean, have you bound a button to lock to vehicle? Um, I haven't. Because you might need to. Didn't do. see. I've got. A, that's a very shiny door at the back of our of the cutter. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> sorry, 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 folks. This is what happens when we get the new beta half an hour before the episode goes out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, bewildered bees. Uh, Nick is asking us whether or not we'll be seeing live radio live through the improved camera capabilities in beta. So we, I suppose you know we could get at least Eventually. three of us in there. You won't see our lips move or anything, but uh... <laughs> oh, right. I see. He means like having us all as a multi-crew. Yeah, that's kind of machinery it. Oh no, Grant just sent another photo. Oh dear. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. A likeness of. He's got very sad eyes. Who is that? Grant, I think, isn't it? Is it? Have I I met Grant? (laughs) 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 Oh dear. And there we are. We've got Ben on the on the the Twitch stream again. And yes, I I do want those virtual scissors. (laughs) (laughs) Snips it. Um, Hang on. Let me just go and. Turn, let OBS see, see Grant. There we go. So that is Grant's take of Grant. It's not very really easy, is it? No. Uh, I'm a bit scared about that. Oh, I must admit, that's the first time I've ever seen the um, the scanner from a different angle. That looked, that looked mm. awesome. So, yes, there we, there we have Mr. Sad Eyes. Yeah, cow <laughs> eyes, literally, isn't it? Oh. Sad cow eyes, just before the <laughs> they're put down <laughs> with mad cow quite, disease. It's not, it's not quite enough Rabsine Nesbit. I think it's just a little touch more Rabsine Nesbit. <laughs> I can't find the string vest. <laughs> I don't think the, <laughs> the string vest. I wonder if they'll they'll do you a special string vest um, <laughs> spacesuit for you, Grant. It's paid paid DLC. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Well, there is going to be pay, uh, paid DLC um, outfits, isn't there? Yes, there oh. are. Mm. Yeah, there's a space for loads 
these vanity items, yeah. aren't they? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, we've already touched on the whether or not we think the name paying for the nameplate is a little bit too much, Grant. Yeah. <laughs> Probably you think Grant was away for that. Yes. Yeah. Although, otherwise, we would we wouldn't be hearing the end of it, really, would we? <laughs> <coughs> it's on the line. It is on the line. Aye. Yeah, but as someone pointed out, perhaps the line was was already crossed with with coloured ship lane. Well, one thing I noticed actually. Well, we don't know how much the name decal will be. True. Mm, true. Uh, and this is part of one point eight, not two point three. Yeah, because the, there's a. Oh. Yeah, because there's uh, they've gone and split things again. Obviously, the vanity yeah. cameras, everybody gets them. Um, the asteroid bases, everybody gets them, uh, and uh, obviously, um, but the hollow me stuff—that is horizons only, isn't it? Is it? I think so. I think that's where yeah, it was. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. So moving on, we've got um, Commander Yan. Now we haven't heard from Commander Yan for quite a while, but what with the. Um, uh, the ability to name ships. Some people, some of you might be stuck to for na- names to come up with your ships. So we would like to uh, recommend Commander Yan's Insane Spaceship Generator or Spaceship Name Generator version two. <laughs> I must admit, after I tried a couple, and uh, they came out very Dockerish, which which was a bit of a worry. So I won't be calling any of my ships one of those. Uh, <laughs> has anybody else? <laughs> use this I've, I've had some nice ENM bank style ones I was just clicking the button a few times to come up with some examples tonight and I've got a ship name here updated the convenient bearing yeah. ship name. No. now it's worth bearing in mind that, that I think this name generator was created before we knew that 22 characters was the limit because a lot of these won't work yeah. for, for, for other reasons than the reasons why they won't work. Um, I've got here Conflict the Unwanted Spoon. Mm-hmm. That's the that's Trade that's of Ken. Okay, the Last yeah. of Affair. Oh. And The Jaws, which which makes me think <laughs> amusingly of um, Family Guy. <laughs> no, I, 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 I still when? think that my the ship name I came up with last week still got to be beaten. So if you can still come up with a better ship name than the Cancer was testicle. <laughs> <laughs> ben, are you, you going to show you the ship naming? Where about do we actually go and do our ship naming then? So go into livery. Oh, uh, livery, yep. Yeah, let's go into... Oh, sorry, Enjoy I'm watching ship. you on Twitch. There's a thing there somewhere oh, that says decals and... Yeah. So and You can just go sh- in and... Yep. And you can change the name and you can change your registration. Right, well, enter ship name. Right, click. If you're feeling fanboy, if you're feeling fanboy, you can set it to E two two three. You don't have to. I can set my set it to what? Sorry. So this thing, I so if no, if you you have to click in the box to start typing, yeah. which I found weird. Yeah. So yeah, when you go in, t- typing doesn't automatically work. I found that I had to actually click on it for it to work. But anyway, perfectly. So what were you saying about ship ID? Sorry. So if yeah, well, I'm sorry. I'm watching you on Twitch. So I'm behind. Um, so there, you can just enter any six-digit ID code as your okay. ship ID. And if you set it to EV two two three, that is uh-huh. the Merlin registration in Escape Velocity. 
Well, that wouldn't be appropriate for me, would it? No, you've got you. Yes. All your ships Maybe are going to have that. This is beta. I'm not too worried about cannon in beta. <laughs> Although I did want to talk a little bit about that. Um, this this new alien encounter video because I do think it's a bit of a shame when that is in beta. Yeah, because this is kind of new story content. Feels a little bit like it's been spoiled. Sorry, did you talk about this while I was out of the room? Well, we did Obviously. a little bit. Yeah, uh, I think everybody was. I think everyone kind of agrees with you a little. Yeah, I, mean, I, I know I do. Sorry, yeah, I had I to step away from it. The raise of the question, though, if this is what they're showing, what aren't they showing? Which is a good point. Yeah. Dum dum dum. <laughs> There's a good chance it wasn't meant to be in beta. There has been stuff before that has well, not yeah. been meant to be in beta that's that's appeared. Mm. So yeah, true. You know, they obviously have had a few. It has been a ch- challenging release for them this time. Love it. Um, that's the ship name you could have. The challenging release. <laughs> <laughs> We've all had a challenging release or two. Oh, it's like this episode. It's episode <laughs> name again. You're coming up with good suggestions this week. I can't remember what the previous one was. Um, oh, we've all got to have a cheaper. bit of fat chin or something like that. Oh, yes, right, yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, <coughs> so uh, moving on from that, we we have to um, give a shout out to our well, I don't. Oh, no. I mean, does anybody have any contact with Radio Sidewinder? We did around Christmas, didn't we? I've spoken to Coldfighter and things. Yeah. yeah, well, Radio Sidewinder, uh, um, uh, the American-based elite radio station, um, they are turning up to the Dallas Fan Expo um, the weekend of, I think it's the 31st of March, 1st of April. Cool. Uh, and they will be um, uh, taking part in a lot of the Fan Expo uh, stuff in Dallas, obviously it'd be broadcasting from there, promoting a bit of Elite Dangerous, I would have thought, uh, mm-hmm. and, and just generally being uh, pleasant fellows. Now, um, if you if you are an American listener and you're heading to Dallas, pop over there, say hi, and says and say that Live Radio broadcasts from a sidewinder first. But apart from that... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they'll appreciate that. Sure they'll appreciate so I've gone all the way to Dallas to troll them. <laughs> I mean, um, I, I think a special mention has to be made for Project 168, which Commander Human and DJ Truthsayer, um, they raised over 11 grand for special effects over the last week. Now, I dropped into their streams quite often to see how they were holding up, and, oh, it took their toll, didn't it? Has anybody else... Join in with that one. No. no yeah, I, I was watching quite a lot of it. They were, um, well, apart from DJ, who, was, who started the entire week off feeling really unwell and getting progressively more and more unwell, and then some more people stepped <laughs> oh, in no. to cover for him on a couple of the nights, and then he returned in true form. And, uh, yeah, it was it was quite exciting to watch that total climb by, you know, a thousand a day almost, Um Fantastic job. Mm. Yeah, oh, that's really um, cool. Yeah, they, they had uh, Baz from uh, Special Effect turn up for the last hour on, on both their streams. So um, it was it was good for 
I think it was good for everybody involved in the community to, to see that happen. And at over 11 grand, they had set a, a target of 10 and they got almost 12, to be honest. That is really good. So, um, I mean, it's, it's really good that Special Effects are getting about so much. I actually went into my local branch of game the other day and they had a table with various random things on. They were having a, a raffle for a special effect. Yeah, um, I think out of the Just Giving pages for special effect, um, Game came first. And also um, uh, then Commander Human and DJ Truthsayer came second. And, nice. you know, it, it, it was quite nice to see. I know that Kate Click, um, Kate Russell, she was also raising money over that time for special effect as well. On Sunday, I think she had up to about a grand as well. So fair play to her. Uh, I think she was yeah. getting the hang of planetary landings and driving around in an SRV. <laughs> oh uh, so, but, uh, you know. We've got Marshall just showing up in his dolphin. Oh, yeah. excellent. Uh, it's, it's looking rather... It's like small. a double-decker bus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it sounds like a dying kitten when you hit those. <laughs> 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 So there you have you have the legendary dolphin finally in the game and yeah it, it does it looks like a, a kind of spaceship version of the London the new London double decker bus doesn't it? Oh thank you whoever just flew over me and blocked the light. Yeah. <laughs> get out get out my light. So Marshall can you can you actually fit the the VIP passenger cabins in that one? You know the, the top of the range cabins. I, I'm not hundred percent sure. I I know it's got a, it's got a class five cabin. Um, oh, so that should so, be okay then. Yeah, yeah. Because that's one of the things I do want to do with that is basically try get the the top of the range passenger missions, but not spend yeah tons for an orca or, or a beluga. I don't think, think it'll be that expensive. I mean, under ten million. Well, that's not easy, bad. Easily under ten million. I mean, to buy obviously beta prices are all kind of crazily low. It was a hundred thousand mm -hmm. on beta, so. Yes, that no. normally relates to about ten million. So, yeah, that's a that is a good one to try, try out to see what these VIP missions are like. Although we do know that Foz still wants to to basically pick up Luke Skywalker and Obi Wan Kenobi for some reason. <laughs> it's one of the things he like he wants to be able to do. I'll, I'll tell you what passenger missions are like. A pain uh -oh. in the arse. That's what they're <laughs> like. Are they I being tweaked at all? Yes, they are. Maybe um, make them sort of I, less whiny little pains get... in the arses who just can't just sit back and don't... You, <laughs> you can never tell them, oh, by the way, I know you wanted to get there by next Tuesday, but I'm actually going to have to go out <laughs> today, uh, so I'm not going to be able to fly you. 15,000 light years today! You're going to have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear I public think holiday rates that's what we need <laughs> oh poor Grant <laughs> how, how many of those passenger missions did you end up doing before you lost your patience it's actually going to be quicker if you ask me how many passenger missions I've actually completed <laughs> it's a bit more telling <laughs> Most of them find their own way home. That's, that's the truth. <laughs> I've taken on loads, but yeah, Gosh. I've never actually completed one yet. 
they get too needy. You know, we could do some beer back here. And I'm going, you're telling me I'm flying this damn thing. I could do a beer up here. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, so... Is there anything else that anybody wants to cover on, on uh, 2.3 at the moment? I mean, I know we've just... No, I just wanted, I just wanted to circle. Yeah, I just wanted to circle back to what you were saying about Batman. To be honest, because <laughs> I, I I decided to give them a second chance because I picked up Batman Arkham Knight for five pounds. Oh, I as, as compared to the forty pounds that I paid originally and got refunded, and I, I picked it up for a fiver and I went back to it. And I have to say, mm. I don't know if it's just coincidence, but for me, it's fixed. It runs beautifully on my PC now. Yeah, um, absolutely. I've been playing it and i've been really enjoying it and actually i kind of said in my review the thing that's a shame is that if the game had worked like that out of the box i wouldn't have ever begrudged paying as much as 40 quid for it i would have just loved it and not thought about it whereas it, it took it going down to five pounds for me to give them a second chance and it was it was worth it it is worth going back and having a look yeah i must admit um i think the the patch that they put out um i think three or four months after the the initial kit, uh, initial one came out, fixed the problems, but no one was buying it. I bought it when it was down at fifteen pounds, yeah. and I think if for, for fifteen pounds, that's fantastic value. But you've got you've got it even better than me, sir. I, I got it for a fiver from someone like um, the humble store or something like that. But uh, yeah, just to show not getting it right day one can be can be costly. Um, yeah. Sorry, that's, that sounds like a really pointed mark. Has, has anyone else? Seen any huge ships, or is it just Marshall visiting uh, Fisher's Rest? There's actually another ship mentioned in the release notes. You'll have to oh. troll through the release the release notes to find it. Someone, yeah, someone said there's an asteroid base at Artemis, oh. um, which apparently looks really good. Um, okay. I think for me, it's not quite stable enough for me. I keep getting crashes to desktop tonight, so I'm I'm going to hope for a a mid B to patch I, I'm sure we'll be getting stuff. lots of patches over the next few days yeah absolutely um, so I'm kind of yeah hoping for that yeah Stephen Usher said that it's the Harmony is the other one okay where Har- do we find the Harmony then uh, your yum <laughs> thank you Stephen that's really helpful apparently we find the Harmony in yum something or other Probably. <laughs> That's than I was I'll see, go and it? look for that then. <laughs> um, yeah, this is this is interesting actually. In uh, debug cam or free cam or whatever you want to call it now, um, I'm getting my normal sixty plus frame, well sixty frames a second, which is what my monitor is locked at. But when I go back into normal f- mode, I'm dropping down to about thirty or forty. Interesting. Mm. Mm-hmm. I've just discovered the so in game in normal. I get four. 40, but yeah. A rather Sorry, unfortunate normally named, I get 60. Sorry, Ben. A rather unfortunate name system called Turditani. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, we're back sorry, to, should, and we're back to Ben's haircut again, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I should, I should give proper credit where it's due. This was Patrick Mars who tweeted us and said that Freeholm, that's F-R-E-E-H-O-L-M, Artemis system is now a proper... Oh, base looks great, and that—that's where that's from Mike Brooks's book. Is it? 
Yes, ah. that's the name of his secret base. Oh, what a legacy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fantastic. We'll have to, have to go and right, check right. out. Where is Freehome, oh. did you say? Mm. Yeah, Freehome in Artemis. Right, I'm getting weird things in... My sounds so, sounds like there's room for crossover fiction. Yeah, hello. Um, anyway, <laughs> I'd just like to give a quick um, shout out to um, uh, two people. Uh, we've got the Van Hemlock podcast and also the MMS um, Musketeers. Oh. Um, yes, those guys have uh, just recently rediscovered Elite Dangerous and are doing uh, a lot of uh, Friday night or new club kind of sessions with it so um, if, you, if you're a fan of either Van Hemlock or the MMS Musketeers um, go say hi to Tepotastic and company they are uh, uh, fantastic and only for the for the discerning older gamer uh, but they do have <laughs> they do have a specialist section for a dangerous discussion so um, they're up to podcast four but uh, if you want to hear more people complain about more elite dangerous stuff or discuss elite dangerous stuff then uh, we would say we're first then you can also go and have a look at them for other stuff <laughs> so um, has anybody got any other business before we move on or round it up nothing on topic nothing on topic <laughs> I was going to say yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I love all you guys but I want to fly out of here and I want to go and look at free home <laughs> <laughs> well, I say that, did I? <laughs> no, well, my update bar now gets halfway up and then dies. No, but it, no. it, it's oh. still, yes, um, <laughs> tiply top and it, uh, down within the Nazis. Yes, there you go. Um, is, it, is it a particular file that it fails on? Because I had that on a previous beta. Yeah, it seems to be about five or six files, so I'm, I'm having to list up a whole lot of. Um, Right. Uh, files for support and hopefully they'll send it over at some point but um, yeah so um, I, I guess I'll, I'll close this one out um, so with a bit of luck we'll be back next week much more informed about the content <laughs> of this beta rather than half an hour's research yeah yeah so that's it for another episode of Lave Radio. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can email us at info at laveradio.com, Facebook slash Lave Radio, and at Lave Radio on Twitter. You can join the Discord channel by going to http tinyurl.com lavechat, or you can join our TeamSpeak where uh, commanders come and hang out and chat at teamspeak.laveradio.com. Lave Radio is recorded live on a Tuesday at about 8.30 and streamed out on laveradio.com live and also on Twitch <laughs> Twitch slash laveradio so uh, thanks to Marshall thanks to Ben thanks to Cal thanks to Chris uh, and thanks to all those commanders that have joined us in the beta outside Lave Station so until next time fly safe and if you can't do that fly dangerous
Galnet News Digest, 28th of February, 3303. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news. Meta Alloys stolen by Lorraine Associate. Pad blocking protest disrupts reconstruction. Final Dynasty Expedition site found. The Code announces Teamsters blockade. Asteroid vanishes. Pretty amazing new stuff announced. Meta-alloys stolen by Loren Associate. A collaborator of the now-dead Kahina Loren is being sought in connection with the theft from Darnielle's progress. The theft, involving a significant number of meta-alloys and an unmarked Cobra with five people on board, appears to have involved overriding the mechanism that places a maximum allocation on meta-alloy purchases and also the mechanism that requires payment for goods purchased. Police in the Maya system are believed to want to speak to Luciano Prestigio Giovanni, also known as Luco, in relation to this theft. Pad-blocking protest disrupts Recon construction. Recon construction operations have been hampered by protesters who have been blocking landing pads in Ziala and other Recon construction systems. The protests organised by Dr Scarlett Ashcroft are demanding access to the Call 70 sector systems, which are off-limits to all pilots except for those working for Recon construction. Recon has a poor safety record, with several trespassers killed in recent weeks. The nature of their secretive operation in Call 70 is unknown. The protesters say that they will not cease their protest until Call 70 permits are granted to all pilots. Final Dynasty Expedition Site Found All the sites belonging to the Dynasty Expedition of 3270 have now been located. The final site is the Conflict Alpha settlement, in which an important clue to the purpose of the expedition has been found. The expedition was launching probes in deep space, the purpose of which is not known. However, information gathered from the Conflict site reveals that the probes were deployed around Earth-like worlds, suggesting that the expedition may have been preparing for an exodus from the inhabited bubble. The Code announces Teamsters Blockade.
Long-time enemies of the Hutton truckers, the pirate faction known as the Code, has found a new victim. The Code has announced an absolute blockade of the Teamsters Logistic Corporation base in Keferi. In response to what they term the unsatisfactory response of the TLC to a recent heist. Bystanders and unaffiliated traders have been warned to keep clear of the system. The Code has demanded a payment of bromelite, painite and modular terminals in return for lifting the blockade. A response from the TLC today appears to offer the destruction of a TLC flagship as compensation for the losses the Code claims to have suffered. The Code has yet to respond. Asteroid vanishes. An asteroid in HIP 16497 seems to have vanished. It is not clear whether the asteroid was destroyed or if it's moved to another location all by itself. Federal and Imperial sources have denied any involvement. The Federal Astrocartography Department reports finding a dust ring at the former location of the asteroid. There have been recent rumours that pirates may have been using hollowed-out asteroids as bases. Whether this could have been one of those bases remains unclear. Pretty amazing new stuff announced. Two new technological developments have been announced this week. The first is a new service that will allow names to be painted on the exterior surfaces of ships. This is expected to come at a small cost, but it is expected to come in handy if you arrive back at the hangar and can't quite remember which anaconda is yours. The second development is still in the early stages of planning, but it's a mechanism that may ultimately help pilots move around their cockpits and even venture out into space stations and onto planets. Called the Oculus Touch, it's to be demonstrated at the Elite Meet Technical Conference in Bristol, a city on Earth in the Sol system, on the 1st of April. It may be some years before this system becomes commercially available, but it certainly seems to be showing early promise. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We read the news so you don't have to.